We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect. There are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. If you look at Spurs and you're saying, I need the guy who's going to score the goals. And you, you kind of naturally go to the guy who's been taking the shots because you need to take shots to score goals, usually. And that's Christian Eriksen. It's not Harry Kane. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Roadwire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. We just can't stop bringing them to you because, let's be honest, Andrew, the Premier League is just not stopping right now putting on games. Uh, we have a full weekend slate to get to, including a Monday night football affair to get to later on. Uh, and we also have to review the games that just took place over the last couple of days. Uh, just so 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 much to talk to and not enough time. So, Andrew, I'm sorry. I'm going to skip the normal pleasantries that we have before we actually get into it and just get right into it uh, because the league leaders, Chelsea, travel not that far over to Crystal Palace and uh, play a 7.30 a.m. game on Saturday morning Eastern time. Uh, this is a tale of two teams that are kind of uh, well, uh, having very different fates. Uh, Crystal Palace are starting to dig themselves out of the early hole. They're playing a lot better. Um, the only problem is Chelsea have dug themselves out of an earlier hole and have played a lot better for longer, specifically <laughs> 10 straight wins. Yeah, the 
the Chelsea run just won't stop. Uh, Eden Hazard didn't play this midweek, and that didn't seem to be a problem. So uh, we finally got to see Willian again, which was nice, and or at least starting again. And Cesc Fabregas is unstoppable. Yeah, he's a real offensive juggernaut, and some team somewhere in January is going to have a nice little investment. Uh, rumor has it that Italy is very interested in terms of Milan or Roma. Uh, I love the shenanigans talk this time of year. It's getting close to the January window. Uh, one of the shenanigans that I told you about was that uh, Roma have appeared to be so interested that they will include – well, if Chelsea do like a swap deal with Sess and money, they'd be willing to include Rudi- uh, Antonio Rudiger. Yeah, Rudiger or uh, Reggie Nainggolan. Uh, Nainggolan being the natural person to use in a swap trade here because he fits Chelsea's system a lot better. And uh, I think that would be just a ridiculous haul for Sesk and Cash, to be to be honest. Uh, I totally agree. I have a very good friend who is a Roma fan who might just like stop watching soccer altogether if they gave up Nainggolan for Fabregas and Cash. Oh, what a horrible move. That's almost as bad as this ridiculous Oscar move that's going to net them 60 million pounds after they sold Ramirez for 25 million pounds. Who are they? Like, I don't uh, <laughs> I don't understand why teams are paying Chelsea so much money for these players. The Chinese ones well, I get. Well, Paulinho but... was another player that from Tottenham who went for large money yep. to China. Yep. So uh, he's not the first. No, oh, particularly hardly not. Not, the, not even the first Brazilian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're, uh, they're actually but, quite but, a few uh, there. But, but Oscar would be the highest profile name. To, to go to China. Yeah, I think I saw it would be like the seventh biggest, largest move in history. Yeah, and Oscar. Yeah, well, yeah, he, he, the, the, the advantage to Oscar for the Chinese league is that he would be someone they can build the league around in terms of his youth. Uh, Oscar's still very young. Um, yep. So, in, in terms of a business and a marketing decision for the Chinese Premier League or Super League, whatever they're calling themselves, I forgot. Super, yeah. Yeah, the Super League. That would. That would be that would be that that would be the reasoning for the league. Now, uh, in terms of you know why the move kind of makes sense, it would be because Andre Vs Boas used to actually coach Oscar, and Oscar did very well under said coach. So, yeah. uh, a reunion there. <laughs> Look, I, I'm sure Oscar doesn't want to go, but let's be honest: if they're offering him you know double the money that he can get anywhere else, yep. it's hard to turn that down. Oh, sure. As long as, as, long as the checks come in. Yeah, no, I think, uh, I mean, that's that's the reason to go, is the money. Um, there was a wonderful thing on ESPN today about the move and why it makes so much sense for uh, the Super League. Um, and it basically came off as, like, propaganda. Like, that was the only way I, I read it, that they were like, basically, the move makes sense for Oscar because he's young enough where um, he doesn't necessarily get exposure playing in China, but if he plays well enough, he can keep playing for Brazil. He hasn't actually played for Brazil in over a year. He was called up in October and then not used at all. But they were saying essentially he's young enough where he can make another big move in his career out of China. And they were like, well, obviously, you know, the Chinese team can get uh, a fee back for him when they, you know, if he has a great World Cup and they sell him. And it's like, they're taking a tremendous loss no matter how well he plays in China. Like nobody is going to be paying 60 million pounds for a 28-year-old or 27-year-old Oscar. Like it's not happening. It's unlikely. <laughs> I wouldn't. No. I, I'm supposed to be biased towards him. I, I mean great, a good... great bit of business from Chelsea. Again. If, it, if it happens. 
It's he said it himself, right? Ninety percent done. Yeah, but let's be honest. It's the first ten percent is a lot easier than the last ten percent. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, let's get to the actual game here. Yeah. Uh, so, Crystal Palace, like I said, playing better of late, but not exactly playing well. Um, Chelsea are playing at tip-top shape, even though they've had consecutive one nillers against less than optimum opponents. Let's be honest here against Sunderland and West Brom. Uh, respectively in their last two games. But what was bothering me more actually than anything else is the fact that the better chances actually came from the opposition against Chelsea in the past two games. Mm -hmm. West Brom did have better opportunities and Sunderland would have, uh, you know, if not for the six foot seven and seven foot wingspan of Thibaut Courtois would actually have drawn that game against Chelsea very easily with a Patrick Van Anholt Lake strike. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was um I don't want to say they were like disappointing results, but uh teams are obviously playing up to Chelsea and uh Well, know, they're, they're letting Chelsea have the ball and saying break us down. Yeah. When you say playing up to, I don't want to say that they're playing at the same level. No, no, no. Sorry. But, That's like, not Ch- what I meant. Chelsea Chelsea offensively are being asked to do something different than what they were asked to do against Manchester City. Yes. So it, it's it's a different game in that respect and they're adjusting it, but the good, but the good, the, the good news is for Chelsea fans is that they they appear to be able to play that other style and to still grind out the results, even if they don't necessarily play the most attractive brand of football or e- e- even just good good football in terms of their own. Uh, just their own standards. I mean, mm-hmm. they're getting the one goal that they need, and they're grinding out the results. Something that other teams can't say that they're doing. Yep. Yeah, it's. Um, I agree, and the just the way they're playing, I don't see how Crystal Palace has any shot in this game. With that in mind, uh, would you start a Wayne Hennessy or whoever no. plays goal? No. 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 Okay. There's really no chance there for I anybody. No, I don't think so. I'm I'm looking at um, the Crystal Palace trend page that. I have uh, Yoan Kabai, Andros Townsend, and Jason Punchin have combined for fewer goals than James Tompkins. Is that bad? I think so. It's not good. They have probably. the same number as Scott Dan and Connor Wickham. Ooh, and individually, not one of those. Not one combined. Of those two, one of those two has two first names. That's not good. <laughs> uh, it is with two ends, so I think that actually takes them out of the running. You ever know any first name Dan's with two N's? Semantics. I actually, um, I wonder if, because the Connecticut governor, uh, his name is Daniel Malloy, not Daniel, D-A-N-N-E-L. And I wonder if he goes by, he definitely goes by Dan. I don't know if they do it with two N's. He's horrible anyway. But yeah, Kabai, one goal which came in week nine Townsend one goal, which came in week five and punch hasn't scored yet. James Tompkins, excuse me, James MacArthur, your boy has five goals, including mm-hmm. one against Manchester United on Wednesday. And you day and you don't, do you think there's safe potential for whoever plays in goal? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think they stop enough. Sounds good. Chelsea's not All like right. a, like a, a team that's going to pepper you with shots either. Not recently. Yeah. So, yeah. If Although you think Willian they let up chances, did, you'll think they'll let up good chances. Willian did take a bunch. Well, he also he game, tends to so. shoot wide. Yeah, but very wide. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't think. No, I I wouldn't trust a 
the the palace goalkeeper in this one all right let's move on here to the 10 o'clock slate the slate at which we will be picking from in our DraftKings lineups later we'll start with the worst game on the slate let's go to Middlesbrough where Swansea come to visit that has a game of incompetence written all over it maybe <laughs> just yeah this is a game to me that's either like 0-0 or 5-4 like which incompetence shows the offensive one or the defensive one yeah I I hear you on that one uh when I was doing my lineup that uh, I saw this matchup. I was like, all right, yeah, let's uh, let's see who Middlesbrough has. And, like, there's really nobody that you want for... You ranked Gaston Ramirez, I believe. I think I did. Uh, just because you have to have somebody, right? Because, Swan- uh, because Swansea? Right. Exactly. <laughs> it, has nothing to, it has nothing to do with the player himself? I, I No. Um, I think I ranked uh, Negredo also just because... Like you kind of have to, but you kind of have to. I don't think. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, I just uh, it's I, everyone on that team is a is a dart throw. You know, if you want to get cute with uh, Adama Traore, or uh, you know, who knows if he'll even start. Uh, Stuani's been getting some attention, but like you're you're not really going to take one of these guys, nope. are you? No, Fabio. One really, no one excites you. Right. I think it's a fair way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, Negredo scored twice, like, three weeks ago, and that was his first goal since week one. Um, Like, they just don't have anybody who can score consistently. And so, like, how where are you supposed to think that the goals are – even the shots are coming? Well, let's 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 spin that to the Swansea side as well. Outside of Gilfie Sigurdsson, where are the goals coming from? Is he, are you going to start Fernando Llorente? Uh, no, because because Middlesbrough have actually been pretty impressive defensively at home. Yeah, and so I'm that, willing to to go that way. Llorente is starting to get in that in the the conversation, though not in this matchup, but uh, in what I mean, conversation? You know, when they're like, uh, unfortunately, he had already played. He, played that one but i was gonna say you know you would take him home against sunderland where he scored twice but like you would take him at home against hull unfortunately they've already done that too but uh my god and they played watford at home already too so what conversation yeah, maybe, has he entered i'm sorry maybe you won't i'm sorry uh gosh there it, there it is home against burnley in game week 27 that's when you'll play fernando Llorente. so not really here plan ahead for 10 more game weeks. Every, every, everyone mark your calendars for... That's right. I don't even know when that is. It's probably in end of March or something like that. Perfect. No, maybe February. All right. But until then, we'll, we'll no, steer Sigurdsson clear. And, of... and it's Sigurdsson and that's it, really. Okay. All right. Let's go over to the Bet365 over in Stoke, formerly the Britannia. Well, mm-hmm. I still want to call it that. Yeah. Anyway, Leicester are visiting, and uh, I was all ready to believe in Jamie Vardy again, and no. Yeah. It didn't happen. It, it, it didn't happen. I don't want to say I told you so, but... You did tell me so. <laughs> um, yeah, I I mean, the problem is, is that he's. this is going to be him the rest of the season that he'll have a two goal game and then he won't score. And it was like at the beginning of last year with Harry Kane, when he went, whatever it was, 10 without scoring. And you're everyone every week is like, this is the week, this is the week. And it's kind of going to be like that with Vardy that, you know, he'll score his two goals. And we're like, Oh, we should have seen that coming. And it's like, no, we know it's coming. 
it's the classic he could score as that you hate so much and it's like yeah he could and then he doesn't and we're like all right oh well and then when he does yeah. finally score you play him the next week and nope and he still doesn't right but really do you like Mares or Slimani if you are like I have to take less somebody on Leicester who do you go to uh, Mares most yeah. likely with no confidence Christian Fuchs I, I honestly at this point I don't know he's not even been no accurate, he's been but, bad yeah. I, I, again that's another testament to never take defenders early <laughs> um yeah I don't mind Mara all Brighton has kind of been crossing a little more for DraftKings not a ton but um he's really the new Jesus Jesus Navas for um well he's always been that way in. to be honest yeah. Jesus Navas was really the new Mark Albrighton <laughs> fair enough yeah Albrighton 74 crosses this year 60 Cause, inaccurate because yeah, I, I think even back in his days I think it was in Stoke when he was it was before Leicester like he was like that as well I'll believe you I wasn't paying I, much attention I, I remember to Mark Albrighton back then I remember being him being on a different team and being the same exact player he can cross but you don't know where it's going to go right right but I yeah, do I want to say it was for Stoke. Um, I'm going to, let's see, Aston Villa. And then he did a year at Wigan. Wigan. Yeah, 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 never mind. All right. Never, it was, <laughs> it, it, the team I was thinking of was Wigan. But okay. It, that, mm. it, which, is, which, is not, which is still not Stoke. Not Stoke, right. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, if, do you think Stoke wins this game? I can't. I can't say so. <laughs> I, I'm still gonna say Lester get a goal from like Andy King. Oh, <laughs> did have a good one actually recently. Um, Where <laughs> it was like, it's, gonna, it's gonna be a source last... like that, like a source that you don't want to start and you won't start, right? And they're just kind of do it to, to spite you. Yeah, four goals in their last six games for Stoke: Boyan, Muniesa, Charlie Adam, and John Walters. That's I do scored. love me some John Walters. <laughs> you do. You do. I ranked him this week. You didn't. I ranked him as Oh, well. did you? Oh, no, oh, excuse me. I, yeah, I thought I did. Excuse me. I thought I ranked him like 19th. Yeah, that's right. 20. I had him somewhere around there. Let me see. You have him, oh, 17. I have him 18. Oh, you're real high on him now. <laughs> yes. Love, I told you, I love me some, some John Walters. Yeah. But yeah, that, I mean, that's pretty ugly, though. The the guys that, like, their most recent goal scorers. Um, yeah. Joe Allen hasn't scored in eight weeks. Um. Shakiri hasn't scored in seven weeks. Ever since I announced that I was going to emulate Joe Allen's hair, that's right. He's gone in the total cover. curse. Yep. Sorry, <laughs> but uh, I think they're though. without Arnautovic this week. I think he got yeah, he got a red card. Yeah, he got a red. So I assume. Yep. We'll... Uh, so so speaking of uh, in in the mid, I've lost for the first time in thirteen weeks in the Taga Premier Division. You, did? you lost too. You really? lost too, though. Oh no, yep. I didn't even so check. You're still in second. I'm still in first. Ah. Uh, but I lost scoring 123 points. Oh, my gosh. So, you know, just par for the course when I lose in that league, it's when I score a bunch of points and someone happens to score more. Wow, so I'm really not that worried. Um, where did I? I scored 74. Yeah, that's not going to do it. Wow. And you just lost, too. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason why I lost, Mar- uh, Anatovich, negative 7.5. Ooh. Straight. Early. So he had no chance to do anything else. Like he had the red card, I think, in the first ten minutes, something like that, or like first, like in, definitely in the first half. I think it was like in the first like thirty minutes. Mm. Um, yeah, that's that's tough to come back from. Yeah. 
that's what they call ng no good yeah, all right there you go yeah 23 uh, minutes Oof. Yeah, not good uh, <clears throat> for the lester side uh do you i mean are you confident in the lester options this week um i am more I'm confident. Sure a lot of people are looking at this as a potential opportunity to start a lower priced uh lester option yeah um i i'm confident i'm more confident in lester than i am in stoke um that being said it's a real that's a real thin limb you're going out yeah, on. i'm not sure you can really go beyond mares and be comfortable with who you're playing that's how i look at it so like how far can you really take that as far as Sunderland and Watford over Ooh. at Sunderland, uh, th- th- there's really no good way to segue to this. No. Uh, I just think that these are teams that you can't feel confident in your options not named Jermaine Defoe. I'm not confident in Victor and Ichibi. Are you? Um, why aren't you? I mean, he's good. You think that the, like the uh, an extended period of time where there's a lot of fixtures in a short amount of time. Victor and Ichibi. He, he didn't. He Victor. didn't play midweek. He didn't play. Okay. He is well rested. <laughs> a guy off the street in Victor and Ichibi is going to have sustained success. Um, I think the sustain is already gone. I mean, he hasn't scored in three games, and he didn't. He didn't play at all. The uh, in the midweek. Uh. I mean, you you can't feel like great about an Ichibi, but you're basically playing a forward against Watford, who haven't excuse me haven't been particularly good def- or defensively. I tweeted this out earlier this week, but only three guys have scored for Sunderland this year. Victor and yeah. I, oh, did we talk I about guessed, this? I, I think guessed, we talked about. I this. guessed yeah. all of them on the That's podcast right, we about last that. week. Um, so that was on Monday. They played another game, and it's still the case. <laughs> Since they didn't score yeah, against Chelsea, because they didn't score against Chelsea, yes, but, I, I, but I'm aware. But it's because Anichibi didn't play. Yeah, that's the reason. <laughs> uh, and then for, that, that's like that's like saying Watford Watford can't score unless uh, Etienne Capu does does all the work. Like, come on, let's be um, honest here. I mean, Dini's good too. Been a while since he scored, but glad that you admit that Dini is good. Yeah. Anyway, on the Watford side, this seems like a Jose Holebas or bust kind of. Uh, love, love him though. Yeah, I, I I think I was the highest of the rankers on him. I think I ranked him fourth in defense. Um, you probably were highest. Uh, oh my gosh, I have him eighth. That's wow. Yeah, you love him. Yeah, I, we can we can really tell now. Yeah, really. Um, yeah, the I love how you rank Chris Brunt. The I think it was more because we do FPL and I don't trust Watford to shut them out. So, but I, I suppose, you know, it's, uh, yeah, I don't think they necessarily shut them out, particularly if Anichibi starts. <laughs> Tried to get away with that one. Uh, so who scores the goals then in this game? No one. You think it's scoreless? <sighs> Jermaine Defoe, just because yeah. it has okay. to be. Okay. Like why? Like, like he? Like he? Like more than Mario Balotelli? Like he should wear the shirt. Why always me? <laughs> so you think Sunderland shuts out Watford? <laughs> I think it could be a really incompetent one-one. Okay. Okay. But no, I don't think there's a ton of goals in this one. Okay. I <laughs> agree right. with you. I just uh, I the if if it's high scoring, it's defensive uh, mistakes and not 
excellent attacking play. Fair enough. All right, to the London Stadium we go, where West Ham, freshly off a clean sheet, can you believe it? Uh, Darren Randolph now sees Hull incoming, and Hull, who are god-awful everywhere, but even worse on the road. Yeah. You got... Darren, I was gonna. I, the first name I looked for when we do the DraftKings stuff later was Darren Randolph, and DraftKings did not play around with his pricing. <laughs> well, it's it's home against Hull pricing. He's the yeah, yeah. yeah he's the second. He's basically the second most expensive keeper. Yeah, you you could you can put you may as well just put his initials as A dot guy, yes. and the opponent is Hull at home. Yeah. I, like if I was. If I was playing for West Ham and my first and my debut was against Hull to, uh, on Saturday, I would still be I would be worth five thousand plus on draft. <laughs> yep, yep. A Gottlieb. Yep, a, yes, that's right. <laughs> so it doesn't even have to be me; it could be any Gottlieb. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean that's all it is, and uh, the the only, I mean, you obviously are like, yeah, you'll you'll love Dimitri Payet. Um, Antonio is. You know, kind of depends on where he starts. Andy it'll, Carroll. It'll most likely be on the wing, and I love Andy Carroll. Andy Carroll. I like Andy. In fact, when I started doing my rankings, I ranked Carroll like third, and I'm like, settle down here, Andrew. <laughs> like, I had to. Just because you're both named Andrew doesn't mean that you have to rank them. That's right. That's right. So I had to settle myself a little bit before I finally came in on it. But yeah, I mean. You uh, have to check yourself before you wrecked yourself. Exactly. Exactly. But uh, they Antonio will probably go back to the wing back role that he's been playing now that uh is back. Well it's still I mean Boo. he's been he's been perfectly fine in that role. Boo, I don't like it. He's a better midfielder. Well, I mean he's basically a midfielder at that point. They just happen yeah. to be playing three center backs. I still don't like it. It's is what I'm saying. Okay. I just don't like it. He's uh, he's anyway, it doesn't matter what I think. It matters what Slavin Billups thinks. There you go. But yeah, I mean, it'll. that's where they'll play. Three in the back, and then Cresswell and Antonio out wide, and then Carroll, Pyatt, and Lanzini, I guess? Sure. Maybe yeah. Faguli. Andre Ayo, I believe, will be out. Um, I think, who got hurt? Oh, it was Gokin Torre. Yeah. Um, yeah, it could be Ayu. Um, I, I don't believe Andre Ayo is going to be starting, but anyway, yeah. uh, it, it could be Faguli too if he if they so if they so choose. Yeah, but. they got a few guys who they can play, <laughs> literally and figuratively. Yep. Just ugh. anyone against Hall, you gotta like them, even no matter what the name, right? Uh, yes. Uh, on the flip side, are you convinced that West Ham are now an elite defensive unit? Or are you willing to roll with Snodgrass this week? Not willing to roll with Hall, any Hall option okay. at this point. Okay. Even though he, you used Snodgrass last week and he scored. Mm-hmm. That, actually, the real difference was you had Erickson. I did not last week. Yeah. But or sorry, on Tuesday, on Tuesday. Wednesday, whatever. Wednesday. Well, yesterday. Yeah. It was. It seemed like so long. <laughs> yeah, ago, it does. Yesterday. Um, that that was the main difference. Which, by the way, he won, I lost. The ho hum usual. Um. But yeah, the difference was Christian Eriksen. So um, it, it doesn't matter really what the names are against Hull. It's like uh, this is almost like the the exact opposite of a home dog. Or you know what this is? The Cleveland Browns in football. Like you could just bet against the Cleveland Browns this year, and you're more than likely going to win. Yep. Yep. Or the Jacksonville Jaguars. You could take. Yeah, it's more just if you 
if you think that West Ham are going to shut, you know, can post a consecutive or two consecutive clean sheets, like okay, but they've been pretty poor defensively, and so it, was, it would have been, it would be against Burnley and Hull. All right, fair, fair. And, and by the way, for West Ham to get the clean sheet and the win, it took them to get a penalty, <laughs> miss the penalty, but score on the rebound. On the rebound, yeah. And Snodgrass's goal last weekend was a phantom penalty. Yes. That was just oh, despicable. I like how open he was about it, though, afterwards. Yeah. Of course, yeah, after, I, not during the game, of course. Yeah, well, yeah, why would he? Come of on. Course, let's be of course. Honest. All right. We've talked enough about Hull. Yeah, really? West Brom are at home against Manchester United in what I think is a very interesting game taking place at 1230 Eastern, the late game on Saturday. The managers are best friends, I, I, aren't they? Who cares? Uh, but <laughs> yes, probably because they both like to play boring styles. I think they but, are like friendly, though. That's great. I, I, I'm glad they are. I, I think Louis Van Hall is is a better friend, but it doesn't matter. Um, really? Yeah, Louis Van Hall and um, and Jose Mourinho are very close. No, no oh, I'm, well, sorry, I thought you meant LVG and Pulis. I was like, that's a no. word. And I think they Why? were close until Mourinho basically had him fired to take his job. Correct. Now, Manchester United and West Brom in this game, I'm really not sure how this goes. Manchester United, if it's not Paul Pogba and Zlatan Ibrahimovic doing amazing things, um, they can't score consistently. And West Brom is not the team you want to face if you're having a tough time scoring, especially at the Hawthorns. I agree. Um, United have scored one goal in four of their last five games. Which, well, they scored two in their last one. Right. So in the three games, or excuse me, in the four games before that, they only had one. Um, despite having one of the best goal scorers in the world. And, and the score, and the score sheet, uh, I believe they played on Wednesday, right? Yes. They played games yesterday. Palace, yeah. The score, yeah. The score sheet was uh, Paul Pogba assisted by Ibrahimovic, and then mm-hmm. it was Ibrahimovic assisted by Paul Pogba. Yep. I mean, Wayne Rooney did also play well in that game. He got a lot of claim, a lot of acclaim from the critics, saying that he did play very well. I didn't actually watch the game, but I don't think I was going to say I don't think Ibrahimovic had a got an assist, or at least uh, I, thought, I saw I saw it on FPL site that he got one oh. on Pogba's goal. Hmm. I don't know. Opta doesn't have it listed for us. I didn't see the goal. It's interesting, but either way, um, the. Maybe they rescinded it. The, I don't know. I don't know. The you you wouldn't trust Rooney to play at, against West Brom. I'm not saying that I wouldn't trust Rooney. Yeah, and on FPL's website, it's still showing that Ibrahimovic got an assist. Okay. But what was I saying now? Yeah, for Wayne Rooney. Yeah, I, I mean, what what I what I trust him. Yeah, I would trust him. I think okay. he played well enough to earn another start for sure from Mourinho's perspective. And then if he's in against West Brom, you're going to have to like his chances as someone who does cross. Yeah, like he can he can cross and he will cross if you give him the opportunity. West Brom will say, try it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you like um, Salomon Rondon since? Uh... No. Okay. God, he, he this is like this is the classic overreaction to whatever we just saw last. I, oh, he scored three goals in a row. Oh man, he must be he must be due for a hot streak now. No, no, I no. I just meant it more as a big body, oh, center forward against backup center backs. Yeah, he scored. All, I think he scored. He scored at least two of the three with a header at the back post. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
you're going to assume that the defense breaks down to the point to the point where he will score, and I don't think so. Okay. I no no. The answer to, to answer to all things Rondon is no. Okay. I, I just I could see him out jumping Marcos Rojo for a goal. That's what I. Mean. I could also see Marcus Rojo kicking him in the pelvic region to make sure <laughs> that he can't. Uh, and he takes feet, pen- uh, and he'll take. Well, actually, I guess Chad yeah, would but, take penalty. with with two feet. With by two the way. feet, yeah. Oh yeah, man, Marcus he got Rojo. lucky. How, yeah, right. Oh man, did he get lucky? That was Diego Costa. He'd be banned for twenty games. Yikes. <laughs> anyway, so you don't like anybody on West Brom? Yes, I do. Oh, oh. Well, you I, love Chris Brunt, apparently. And Matt Phillips. Okay. Why? I like them both. Because they don't have to have anyone actually be in the middle to, to score points, and especially in a DraftKings format. Chris Brunt being as a def- being categorized as a defender is a joke. In uh, FPL, yeah. He's a midfielder in DraftKings. Yes, I know. Yep. That's where he plays. Uh, <laughs> well, he actually played... Well, he plays defense now... Right, be- he played uh, defense last week, be- or excuse me, Wednesday, because Dawson was suspended. Correct, but I don't. Yeah, it, he'll move back when up. Dawson, yeah, exactly. When Dawson plays, he will not be a defender. Right. Correct. Right. Yes. Anyway, so yes, I do. I, I, I mean, Matt Phillips. I think he's been involved in four of the last seven goals, or seven of the last ten goals that West Brom has scored, something like that. It, it, it's some crazy number that he's been very involved in the offense. Yeah. Um. It's something like that. What am I seeing? Three goals and four assists since uh, in the last five games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that's, that's crazy. Good. That's good. Yep. But, and All you right. think that can continue or at least the, the crossing? Oh, he'll, make, and... he'll get the crosses. He'll get the opportunities to make, to be the playmaker still. I mean, Nasser Chadley is coming back now. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that could be, that could damper the Matthew Phillips spirit a little bit or, or the, the, not the spirit, but you know what I'm trying yeah. to say. How many that crosses might... do you think Phillips actually gets against Manchester United though? Uh, I'd say five or six. Hmm. Okay. So three, they don't have to three, all come four from points, corners. basically. Well, well, he's not taking corners anyway. Yeah, but it, he he doesn't just do that as well. Mm-hmm. Like, he, I'm not, I mean, there is still the chance that they do score, and if they do score, the chances are that Matthew Fields will be involved. Yes. And I'm not convinced that Manchester United are gonna dominate this game i'm just not i said that at the open mm-hmm. of this matchup mm-hmm. okay all right let's go to sunday shall we please burnmouth at home at oh my god uh at home at the vitality against southampton southampton did not look good even though they did get a clean sheet last week yeah they were organized like i said they would be they'd be set out to be organized against stoke but good lord did they not look good yeah um Dusan Tadic still looks broken. And so I'm, that's kind of the way I've always felt. If he's not playing as well as he can play, um, then Southampton aren't going to get much out of it. And so he actually didn't even play in the midweek. And you're just not going to get the same kind of creativity out of James Ward-Prowse or Buffal playing centrally. Um Cedric missed out because of a illness that maybe he's back. Although Cuco Martina is a pretty solid fill in, but I don't know this Romeo Davis midfield. I don't know. There's just not, there are no exciting attacking pieces on this team anymore. Yeah. It's a shame uh, on the Burma side. They are at home, which means that they'll be defensive. They'll be a little more successful. Um, but I can't get excited for anyone except the fullbacks again. 
Yeah, it's tough to uh, figure out who the guy is going to be because they just the goals kind of come from all over. Uh, Callum Wilson is the the most consistent. Not that he's who like, did who did not who did not start in midweek. Uh, right, right. Benikafobi has been playing after he got he scored against Burnley last weekend. Um, and yeah, I agree. You're kind of you're you might as well take your peripheral stats from Charlie Daniels and I guess Adam Smith now since Francis or Simone moved. Francis. If yeah, he plays Fran- yeah, Francis is now. But back do not take Simon inside. Francis. Right, he's Simon now. So yes, Simon don't says, want. "Don't take me." Yeah, but I've terrible. always. I've always struggled to see them get much going without Stanislas, and he's still out. So I don't, I don't, I don't see it. And basically, the Southampton, the 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 strength of Southampton is in their defense. Yeah, they also, they, you know, who they really miss? Who? Newcastle's Matt Ritchie. Oh, Burnmouth, yeah, 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 yeah. Because Jack Wilshire is definitely not that player. Nope, he is not. He is proving again. Well, he, I don't think that uh, Burnmouth are going to exercise any kind of buy clause. I don't think there, uh, there isn't one anyway. Fine. Uh, uh, Arsene Wenger would never just let Jack Wilshire go. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Speaking of Arsene Wenger, he travels to the Etihad in the first really interesting game of the weekend. Uh, that is Manchester City at home to Arsenal. And um, Arsenal, of course, the only team in the top like seven or eight to lose in the midweek. No, yep. yep. So like worst possible scenario for them. Uh, Not and, ideal. No, not ideal at all. And Manchester City, they got the news. They got the news that um, that Gundogan's going to be out long term yep. recently. So uh, that's not what they want to see. But they do have Yaya Torre waiting in the wings, ready for more time. Right, Andrew? Yeah. Uh, they still don't have Fernandinho either, which is I think that's a, a pretty big loss, at least for this game. So uh, Arsenal need to take advantage of a side that has no Aguero. No good Nigan and no Fernandinho, and instead has maybe Kalechi and Acho, although Nolito started midweek and has looked better of late. And then, yeah, Yaya and Fernando, maybe? Fabian Delph is still hurt, so. Ugh, that got ugly. Yeah, yeah who know, they, they may even put, like, Kolarov or Zabaleta in defensive midfield, something mm-hmm. like that. They did, they, yeah, they Zabaleta may, did that a few games ago. Which yeah, yeah they, might, they, might do, they might have to do something crazy like that. So, I mean, they, the lineups will definitely be interesting on Sunday. But, um, yeah, it's something you just have to pay attention to as the time as time draws along. You have to actually look at the formation as well as the lineup itself. Yeah, the formations that Pep comes up with, some of them are just ridiculous. One the other day looked like a gingerbread man, and there was one that, I, like I'm just waiting for a full circle at some point. I would love to see that. <laughs> uh, but for Arsenal, uh, Alexis Sanchez, he's still good. Playing a lot of games in a row, but oh, he's still gosh. very good. Uh, Mesut Ozil, uh, he, I mean, him and Ozil and Sanchez appear to have everything working correctly. Uh, everyone else seems to be an ancillary piece. I think Walcott's a little better than that. But only a little bit, and I agree. Everyone else is kind of the same guy. Yeah. Oxlade Chamberlain and Iwobi have kind of different skill sets, but they basically play the same role. Uh, Olivier Giroud and is—I'm not sure what his deal is, other than he's just waiting for Alexis to get hurt. Takes up a large surface area on the bench to keep it warm. Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, the the Gabriel in the back worries me yep. always. Um, 
but I think that's why they've been not playing, or I guess Ramsey's been a little banged up, but they've been playing Xhaka and Coquelin together that um, Coquelin actually is a, a red yeah. card waiting to happen himself, but gives them yeah, a little I was, more cover. I was, about to say, I was about to say, I think, what would be more surprising to you? This game winding up being 0-0, or this game winding up with fewer than 11-on-11 11 11 at yeah, the end of the Yeah, I was about to say, somebody's definitely getting sent off. But and not for so, like a so you, Diego so Costa you would be reason. so you would be more surprised by a nil nil outcome. Yes, yes, I would. Okay. That, that, I think that's all we need to know there, to be mm-hmm. honest. But the way I've been uh, looking at this game from an Arsenal perspective, like irrespective of who's on each side, like they're they're both very talented sides. Like Pep versus Arsene Wenger, like that's just not close. And so that's why I think that's in that you wins. think it's Pep. Yeah, you know, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I have to. I have to ask. You are an Arsenal fan. Yeah. No, it's it's Pep. Okay, uh, but in terms of, <laughs> okay, so let, let's. I mean, after Alexis, who is your next option? Um, in terms of ranking this game. I would. I would put uh, De Bruyne. I would put De Bruyne there as well. Um, I look. I rank De Bruyne just ahead of Alexis. Uh, just because I'm waiting for Alexis to break down. And after that, uh, I would probably say it's Ozil. Like, I'm not sure who you can trust on Man City after De Bruyne for fantasy. Like, everyone else is just kind of a crapshoot, whether it's Nolito or Silva or Yaya. Like, nobody's playing Yaya because they think he's a good play. It's just that he's cheap, and he happens to play for a very attacking side. So... And they're going to need him to be vintage Yaya, to be honest. For a while, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I think this is a decent – if you're playing the Sunday-Monday slate, this is actually a decent advantage. What do you mean? In terms of getting Yaya at a discounted rate for what Yaya can be, I think that's a good a good value, a good thing, a good, good, good thing to take advantage of. What makes him – well, yeah, it's all price though. I mean, he's essentially it's all price no, yeah. it's all price It's not. It has nothing to do with the actual position he plays or who he plays for. I, I wouldn't even say that. I'd say it's more because of him. Like I, he, his floor and upside are no different than Kalechi Ianachos. Mm. That's fair. Or Nolito. Well, Nolito's floor is probably higher. Yeah. But, and, and, and I can't even say, well, because he's a midfielder, like, you know, it's better as a midfielder, which is just not true. The the, the scarcity at forward has been very apparent this year. Yeah. Yeah. So much so to that, the point to the point where DraftKings threw everybody a bone and said, OK, yeah. here's all this midfielders. Yeah. You yeah, totally. Here you go. You don't have to play Fernando Llorente anymore. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. People are getting sick of that. I'll tell you that. <laughs> all right. Let's go. On. Let's move on to uh, the last game on Sunday, which will be uh, Tottenham at home against Burnley. There's going to be a lot of Tottenham stacking. Um, yeah, but I mean, for me, this is more about how many saves will Tom Heaton get? <laughs> that train just keeps rolling. Yeah. The Tom Heaton train stops for no man and no team. The um, the difficulty, or not the difficulty, but uh, I made this point earlier today on Twitter. But if you're if you look at Spurs. And you're saying I need the guy who's going to score the goals, and you you kind of naturally go to the guy who's been taking the shots, because you need to take shots to score goals usually, and that's Christian Eriksen. It's not Harry Kane. Yeah. 
Christian, I, I, I think I, I think I retweeted you saying that he has unjammed the B button yes. and the circle button on his controllers for Xbox and PS4. Yes, for somebody who does not have a PS4 or Xbox, uh, I had to take your word that those were the buttons. But those yeah. are the buttons. Yeah, the uh, there's no reason, like I, I, I don't see any reason why um, Kane would be a better play than um, than Erickson. No, in fact, I think most people would say the opposite. There's no reason. There's there really is no reason that you should. That, that I agree. I am agreeing with you, yeah. and I'm saying that the opposite is is true. That there's really no. There's no. There's no. There's no argument you can make that at right this moment in time that Harry Kane is a better option than Christian Eriksen. In fact, a lot of the Christian Eriksen supporters, of which I have not been one for a very long time. Have said, oh, Christian Eriksen has all the talent in the world, but he, uh, and then my retort was, yeah, he's the best. He's the best dead ball hitter that never shoots. Yep. But now he shoots. Yeah. The uh, totally. I think the the argument uh, for Kane is that his upside is higher. Like he could score more goals, but like I don't think so. That's not, right. not if Christian <laughs> right. Eriksen is shooting. Right. They they both have the same number of two goal games this year. Um, two. Two. Yes. Two two goal games. Um, so- and like Erickson, Erickson's taken. I mean, obviously Kane missed some time, so I'll I'll give that. But like Erickson has taken twice as many shots. He's averaging four shots a game, whereas Kane's down to two point seven five, or two point seven three. Excuse me. And, and when and when Christian Erickson shoots more because he has the ball more, right? Harry Kane will shoot less. There is an inverse relationship there. Yeah, the one that I see now is like Kane took. So that game we were talking about against Swansea, how they had, what was it, 15 shots on target as a team? And Kane had six and Erickson had four. Erickson has had seven in his last two games, these shots on goal, and Kane has zero. He hasn't put a single shot on goal in the last two games. I wonder uh, I wonder what the shot totals are between between Harry Kane and Son for the year. Um, on target or? Both. Uh, Kane is at 15 for on target. Son is at 10. Um, Kane obviously missed five games. Son didn't play the first three, so let's give him two extra games. And then Son has taken twenty nine shots this season versus Kane's thirty. Son, Son doesn't just hasn't been shooting as much with Erickson back. Like he had that run in the middle well, of the season. That, yeah, yeah, again, yeah. I, I, that, that that's what that's why I wanted to make the comparison because when 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 Son was at his hottest, it was when Erickson again was not shooting and Harry yeah. Kane was in the lineup. So the, I think you're going to get similar performance types there. If Christian Erickson doesn't shoot, Harry Kane will have a big game typically. Yeah. If Christian Erickson is shooting, Christian Erickson will have a big game. Pretty much nobody else. Uh, I wouldn't say nobody else. I mean, they both had pretty big games in that Swansea one. It was obviously very well, one-sided, actually, although not, this game would be too. That's not true. Karen Trippier will have a big game no matter what. <laughs> uh, there it is. There it is. And boom goes the dynamite. Erickson has had nine games this season with at least four shots, just four shots, and Kane has two. Okay, uh, I'm I, I'm I'm believing everything you're saying yes. because my eyes don't my eyes aren't lying to me here. And basically, Did you see my move in uh, EF set today that was just to spite Did you. Pick you. Up Not I picked up Trippier and Ben Davies. <laughs> I've had Ben Davies forever in that league. Uh, I didn't I, even know I, you I, had him. I've had I've had him multiple times at the beginning of the season, and oh, I've yeah. had uh, I still have Matthew Target for the same reason. Yeah, you uh, just Southampton. Him, he's, or, long, sorry, no, he's he's out forever, but yes, I the, know. Uh, 
yeah, I basically tweeted that it just assume or all but assures that Kyle Walker and Danny Rose will start again. That's right. But again, it's yeah, it's it, Christian it, Erickson to start, and like if you want to get cute, go with Kane. I would even, I wouldn't be totally against going with Deli Alley over Kane. Um, I would. Okay. Ten shots because in his that, last three. Yeah, but Deli Alley doesn't consistently do anything this season. Neither does Harry Kane. That's the point. Opportunity. Opportunity is higher for, for Harry Kane different? than Deli Alley. Because Deli Alley is asked to play in the central of the park more. Hmm. I think you're... I. Okay. okay. I, I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm saying more, not a lot. Yeah. Harry Kane sits sits in the 18 yard box and doesn't move. Very and amazingly, much doesn't take enough shots. Yeah, because Christian Eriksen's the one with the ball. <laughs> My God. Do you like anyone <laughs> so, from Burnley other than so, Heaton? You know what? I'll put, I'll put it in. I'll put it in basketball. I'll put it in a basketball analogy for you. Some days, he's like Rajon Rondo, and some days. He's like Stefan Marbury. I'm going okay. really old with that Marbury yeah, you reference. Are. A point guard who just shoots. I thought it was Steph Derek Curry, Rose. but then you went with. No, Steph, well, Steph Curry also assists. Yeah. I was gonna say I was gonna say Russell Westbrook last season, but mm-hmm. this season he's assisting too much. Yes, in fact, doing it a lot. Uh, but he's a sh- he's a shoot first point guard right now. Okay, that's the way I put it. Okay, I like it. We've talked way too much about Tottenham. Uh, on the Burnley side, it's no. got to be just Tom Heaton, right? Uh, I I guess. I mean, oh, I would take Tom Heaton if he was I know. Available. Of course you would. Of course you would. Yeah, and you did too. I don't want to tell you. You did the last two weeks, and it hasn't failed you. Um, that that's correct. But um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I I can't believe like how pro Christian Eriksen I've become it's embarrassing but same here I'm, I'm fawning over a guy who I've traditionally hated yeah but I'm just saying like West Ham and Burnmouth are much different than Tottenham in terms of making value from a goalkeeper okay you'll uh, taught, I mean sure Tottenham may score two or three or possibly even four but they also may put 15 on target yeah they might they might you're right it's a safe thing. It's not, it has nothing to do with any kind of value for mm-hmm. wins or clean mm-hmm. sheets. It's just mm-hmm. a safe thing. Anyway, Monday. This is the big one. A big this one. is the one. This I'm so mad this is on Monday because I can't watch. Uh, I, this is a game I love to watch live. Love, love, love to watch live. It is the Merseyside Derby. It is Goodison Park. It's Everton. It's Liverpool. It's everything you love in a rivalry. There is bitter hatred there. These fans are separated in terms of their home stadiums by, what is it, a mile? Not even. Three miles? Not it's even. across. No, it's park. not even a mile. It's literally across Stanley Park. Yeah. It, it, oh. I, can, I can just imagine, like, if the – like like if uh if the Jets if the New York Jets played on the Upper West Side and the Giants played on the Upper East Side, that would be that's basically what this is like. Yeah, as long as they are, you know, a hundred and however old the clubs are. Twenty years old. Like, yeah. How about the, the the Yankees and the Dodgers or something like that? Like if they played across Central Park. Mm-hmm. Hundred and twenty four years for Liverpool. Wow. Yeah, it's a big one. It's, I think it's going to be a lot of fun, especially because it's at Goodison. Yeah, we've got a number of uh, absences, though. I mean, obviously, Coutinho's out. Uh, Jag's got a 
uh, got two yellows in the midweek, so he's out, which means he won't get to try to replicate that absurd goal that he had a few years ago. Um, Origi is a little banged up. Sounds like he should be okay, but, I mean, he's been playing really well. So, I mean, if he doesn't play theoretically, I would assume they move Firmino back to the nine where he's at least serviceable. But um, did you ever think that Adam Milano would be the most playable midfielder? I have said that he's been playing a lot better, and that he was he was he was kind of a key to the to that midfield performing well. I have said that. Yeah, but well, no, I can't believe it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, obviously, Mane has. Well, I don't want to say Mane has higher upside because I think Lalana's is just as high at this point, which is just astounding to me. But Firmino has fallen off a cliff; like he's unplayable at this point. Yeah, yeah, he. Or it's because of Origi. Yeah. Yep. And Origi's been great. Yeah. Going four complain. straight. Yeah. On the Everton side, uh, Ross Barkley may come back into the lineup. Um, he was back in the midweek. No, I know. I'm saying um, he may actually like be back. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, obviously the the loss of Yannick Bellassi, um, left a pretty big void. He's hurt, not dead. Um. And Morales was never like he was never really going to be that guy. So was it a derby where Funus Mori had that horrible tackle last year and got sent uh, off and he like kissed the badge? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Well, he's back. And, like, it, it, it was like his first game with the yeah, it was, club. It was well, it wasn't quite. It was his, definitely his first derby. And everyone's like, "What are you doing?" Like, <laughs> it was a horrible tackle too. But he'll probably start because Jags is out. So. We'll see that. I don't know if they're gonna if um, Ronald Koeman's gonna keep thinking that Aaron Lennon is playable, but the Lennon Lukaku Valencia front line left plenty to be desired this past midweek. Although they did win, I guess so. Maybe maybe we'll see it again. Oof. Pass. I just don't understand. I just don't. I still don't know how they won. Yeah, well, maybe there'll be another Seamus Coleman goal assisted by Leighton Baines. <laughs> That's why you pay up for defenders, Mike, so you can get guys like that. Yeah, like the tenth round draft pick that Leighton Baines was <laughs> paying up. <sighs> Get yeah. excited, everybody! All right, um, what do you think happens? Uh, I, I I would love for this game to be like five four. I, I would love Who wouldn't? it. Who wouldn't? Um, I I don't think it'll be that. I think no. it's going to be a little more contained than usual. If there are, if there are four goals in this game, who scores them? Lukaku. Lukaku. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a little Lukaku. Ooh. Uh, no, I, in all in all seriousness, though, uh, I think it's really more. I, I mean, Adam Milano will get either the assist, an assist, or yeah, a goal. So totally. he'll be a part of it. Um, my God, it's. On the Liverpool side, I've also heard because Shaggy Ojo Ojo, has been asking to leave Liverpool to compete for a first-team football somewhere, and they're saying, no, we're going to give you some. So I don't know if that's just lip service because it's the – but anyway, I just just thought that that would be a nice little thing. Uh, James Milner would be someone I would think would be getting involved. (sighs) That's really all I can kind of think of right now. So not Sadio Mane. 
Sadio Mane, I'm, I'm, I can't believe I forgot. Um, yeah, Sadio Mane, yes. Sorry. Okay. Yes, Sadio Mane. Okay. Good. He, he's only my favorite. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Do you like Mane more than Lalana? Yes. Do you like him more than Lukaku? No. Okay. <laughs> it, not for any particular reason. It's just that Lukaku is like Lukaku is the man. Yes. Sadio Mane is not. Yep. All right. Speaking of the man, let's get to our men in our fantasy. Oh my god, this sounds terrible. Uh, in our DraftKings lineups, that's a terrible segue. I apologize. Yeah. Yep, yep, just not good. Uh, it's late. It's getting close to my bedtime here on the East Coast. Uh, it's a it's a really spicy 7:30 p.m. I was gonna so. say yeah, it's 7:28, but all right. Yeah, I know. I know your kids go to bed early or uh, later than I do. <laughs> uh, so let's get started here. As the loser, I will begin. I have Ben Foster in goal at 4,100. This is, again, another saves opportunity against a nice uh, heavy dosage of Zlatan Ibrahimovic shooting on target, but maybe not necessarily in net all the time. I do think Zlatan's a good choice, though. Uh, 4,100 for Ben Foster. I have Aaron Cresswell at 4,700 for West Ham playing at home against Hull. And then a surprise candidate. Uh, I actually chose him last minute last – during the midweek and he played very well for me and that was Fabio from Middlesbrough against mm. Swansea who was the other defender Aaron oh Cresswell right 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 um I have Foster and Fabio <laughs> I told you I, I you know what uh, I told you before I told you before this started yep, yep. I feared that totally. our lines are going to be very similar totally I uh I didn't originally have them um in fact I had David Marshall instead of Foster um but Marshall has been so bad. Like I've I've tried this move before and I've I've learned my lesson. I can't do it. Yes. I did really think about Lucas Fabianski though, who's a little I more expensive. I did too. I did too, but he was too expensive. Yeah. He was 4500. 4500, right. It's not like he was like expensive, but he was more than I was willing to spend. Um, and he and was I, more expensive mm, than Foster who I like more. I don't know if I like it more. More just oh, the Middlesbrough. I, like I I think Foster could get beaten is the problem. Um, I, I I think Fabianski can get beaten. Yeah, that's In true. fact, we that's all, we named the Lucas Fabianski yeah, rule, right. getting up one goal but right, performing right. very well. Um, and then I also, or not also, I paid up uh, fifty three hundred for Jose Olebas. I thought about that, but I, I I just don't have the money. Yeah. Um, your midfield. How many midfielders do you have? Um, let's call it three. Um. I currently have a $4,600 Charlie Adam that I'm hoping is somebody much better when lineups come out, but I've got him in there. Um, okay. I've got 8800 on Riyad Mahrez, and I've got 91 on Payet. I also have Dimitri Payet. Uh, I have, I'm going to call this three and a half midfielders that I have, so yep. I'll just say three. Uh, so I have Dimitri Payet at 9100 I have Gilfie Sigurdsson Ooh. at 9000 Wow. And I have Chris Brunt at 4,900. I can't believe you skipped over Chris Brunt at 4,900. I thought for sure you were going to have Chris Brunt. Um, yeah, I could if I if I move Fabio down, I can turn Adam into Brunt. That's a good call. I just don't. The, no, you can't. Not anymore. Well, not anymore. I, took I could do Brunt. it against everybody else. My That's problem right. with Brunt is that I just don't think, like, I don't think they they'll end up with that many set pieces or corners, and so that's that's where he provides the most value. He's not going to. They're not going to have the ball enough to be storming down the flanks to cr- send in crosses. So that's why that's why I didn't love him as much this week. Who are your forwards? Uh, let me, let me, before, you, before I go there, 
Why did you like Sigurdsson more than Mares or Antonio or Snodgrass or Shakiri or Pogba? Pogba, I understand. The others, I don't. Okay. Gilfie Sigurdsson does everything yeah. for Swans. He can score bro have been really good at home. He can score a goal, get an assist, and have 20 crosses all in the same game. Yeah. I just, I guess I just don't see that at Burrow. But okay. I get it. Uh, I, I'm going for the high ceiling part of this. Okay. And I think he has an extraordinarily low floor. Seagerson? Yes. You think it's a low floor? Low floor. Oh. I thought you were going to say the opposite. I thought you liked the floor. No, because if, if Burrow get up one, especially if Burrow get up early in the game, they're going to sit back. And that's when Gilfie Sigurdsson is the man for crosses. Right. So a high floor. I, I said a very high floor. Oh, I think you were saying the opposite. <sighs> then I'm an idiot. <laughs> anyway, who are your forwards? Mine are embarrassing, my, just so you my know. Half, my half forward is Wayne Rooney. Damn he's it. a forward who technically is a midfielder, I guess. Yeah. But he's my half. Like That was my three and a half yep. or midfielders. Uh, and uh, Andy Carroll at 6,400. Ah. Ah. Uh, I have Rooney. Okay. And I had Carroll. And I scared myself into Victor and Ichibi. <laughs> you, you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> you knew I was going to pick Andy Carroll. And you're like, no, I'll let him hang himself around the neck with Andy Carroll. I'm going to go with my guy, Victor and Ichibi. Um, That's exactly how it played out. <laughs> but I, I, I really like Andy Carroll this week. I really like oh, him on FanDuel. I cannot um, wait until the first, like, like like six minutes in, you're going to see Andy Carroll goal header from Dimitri oh, yeah. Pyatt. 100%. 100%. Um, yeah, Kevin Swanson uh, wrote our FanDuel article for Saturday. He's taken over our Saturday stuff. Um, Kevin won every one of the FanDuel GPPs on their opening Premier League weekend. So I thought he'd be a good guy to bring in. And he was nice enough to write our article. And he also really likes Andy Carroll this week. And I played Carroll last week. Uh, on FanDuel, and he scored, I think, just over 20 points without a goal. And so, I mean, this matchup, like, it's exactly the matchup gold. you hope you hope for, you know, home against gold. home. Matchup gold. Yeah, so, um, ah, damn, damn. Yep, you're going to be stuck with Victor in each of you, and I'm going to be stuck with an injured Andy Carroll after no, 16 no, no. minutes. No, no, it's, ah. Andy Carroll's going to score a goal and pull his hamstring on the same play. <laughs> so neither of us picked Zlatan. No, too expensive because I went midfielders instead. Hmm. Okay. I thought about it. Uh, in fact, you know, my, my thought was either to, to instead of use Gilfie Sigurdsson, to use somebody else as a lower midfielder and have Zlatan instead of Wayne Rooney. Mm-hmm. You didn't like Jamie Vardy? Nope. Okay. I, I, I got burned by that last time. No thank you. <laughs> Yorente? You do the little Yorente Sigurdsson stack? And on that note, we will end this ridiculous episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. I cannot abide Fernando Yorente talk. I just can't, Andrew. So I will end it on this note on a little bit hostile, and I apologize for that. But uh, we hope that everybody has a tremendous Fantasy Premier League weekend. For Andrew, I have been Mike. Thank you for p- uh, paying attention today and catching us again next week on the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. See, this time I left the opportunity open for you to say the good luck, everyone. But no, you're like, 
No, I'm not going to say it. Old I don't news, understand. Old news. It's been done. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer.